But yeah, what what did you think of um, the choice of having him pass for something that's similar to what uh, the actor Chadwick passed from? Well, because uh, he had what was it colon cancer or something along those lines, and I yes. know it's so he wasn't quick. No, like there's shit. I saw a thing where they were doing press for like infinity war and war or something like that and you know they got like 20 people up on the stage yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh-huh. he's he's nodding off yeah. and like one of the co-stars like hey he's like you okay and he's like you can't you can't you're you know reading lips yeah. but it's like he's already starting to go downhill and you can look even when he shows up and walks out of the portal in Endgame, mm-hmm. like he's thinned down in the face it's already affecting yeah. him like and it's just matter of fact you could tell they reshot some stuff on the end of Wakanda for uh, um, on uh, the Black Panther on the first one when they went to go when he's getting ready to go talk to the Senate you could tell there he looked thinner and at first I didn't know he was losing oh, weight or, no. or I, I thought he was losing weight for maybe a for a new role or something like that but he looked thinner on that I remember seeing him in the first movie I'm like he lost weight you could tell a, I, I could tell it's a reshoot because of that but yeah, it was just like, but you just never, you just never know. But I as thought that- As far as like, what's the appropriate way to have him go out? I think it works in two ways. I think it works because you're kind of acknowledging what actually happened to Chadwick, mm-hmm. that he he died from an illness, right? But I think also anything else is more complicated to explain. Like, oh, he was fighting so-and-so and he died. And then it becomes about that as opposed to having it be the thing that actually killed Chadwick. But then we get to try and say that Suri thought she should have been able to save him. And you get to try and use that. And they didn't necessarily use it well. To me, and I thought it was beautiful the way it was done, but to me, if they was gonna use it like that, I wish it would have been a stronger tie-in. Otherwise, I would have preferred something like on the first movie where you get in the history of the Black Panther and it's done in this um, kind of like sand, kind of black sand with the glowing purple oh, and stuff. Oh, oh, and the right. son is being told the story from his father. Baba? Yes, my son. Tell me a story. Which one? The story of home. I would have preferred something like, like a little kid talking to his mother. Can you tell me a story about the Black Panther? And she talked about this heroic battle and he died in service trying to save Wakanda. You can mention Namor, maybe, maybe not, but he died trying to protect their people and he's always with us and blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to the two years later with the Queen Mother talking to the Senate. We know what you whisper. They have lost their protector. Now is our time. I know what you guys are trying to do. You think because we don't have no king that we are weak, that we don't hear you talking behind our back, like talking about what you're going to do to us and all this other kind of mess. Then the movie happened and then the end would be the tie-in when you got the reveal and you find out the child who was talking to the mom was Nakia talking to to T'Challa's son. And we just didn't know that's who the conversation was. That's the mom who was telling the son about this great Black Panther that they lost trying to save Wakanda or something. Yeah, and, and and again, you got to set up something that is the trick is is like he has to go out in a spectacular fashion, and you have to try and imply some sort of bad guy threat 
Like I said, awesome. it could be either. It, it could be Namor or whatever. That could be the tension. He has something to do with it. Because it could have been a thing where he was trying to protect somebody else because of something he was Namor did, and he ended up dying. But, but like I said, the, the story. Like I said, the storytelling style that they had in the first one at the beginning. Like I said, with the with the sand and stuff, where you just kind of like. Cause you can't even tell who anybody really is. They just see the Black yeah. Panther costume and stuff, but just some kind of narrative of a of a protector who died in service of. I wouldn't and, mind seeing that motif come back again if they need to like gonna catch you up on some shit. Yeah. And it, it would have been nice if you know if that was the direction that they went. I think having that be Nakia telling could have been a callback on many levels of, on yeah. the first one for one and then getting the story without dying like that I, I don't know but that was powerful but like i said i thought it was very heavy i still have mixed feelings about it being something similar to the um actual person because it's disrespectful or not that i think it's disrespectful but like i said the way i kind of took it is it's it's like um i guess the way i said it before i still kind of feel the same way it's almost like a little too real yeah the other thing I think in general that also makes that so difficult is the utter helplessness of the situation. Not just for Chadwick, but for the character of Suri. Yeah. Like, you just can't do anything. Right. Of just being placed in that position of absolute helplessness. Right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's, that's what cancer does. I can understand how that makes it too real yeah. right and also like i said just as for a hero to me that when that's not a heroic not that it has to be and it's not like every warrior dies on the field or anything like that but usually but you don't come see... to these stories that's what we expect exactly exactly you know like tony stark could have died from alcoholism and we would have understood <laughs> because he drank a lot right but he died in the service of the of 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 the he world died in his lab with some like right. arc reactor malfunction right exactly exactly but they gave him a, a death where he you know he sacrificed himself for everybody the universe as we know it and so more than just the suit right so i kind of wanted i kind of wanted more for him for his last his, his dying action or breath to be in service of wakanda or his family or something or you know something not just laid out and just you know off screen he's he's gone from this disease or whatever that he has that even the purple herb couldn't fix off screen dying like that yeah so i yeah but was it powerful yes it was powerful was it beautiful seeing all that brown skin and their beautiful white outfits and they're dancing and happy and and I love, even though it's their culture, for it to be a celebration, and that's not quite the end. That's not death. Um, right. And even to have Shuri have a different reaction, where she's, you know, she's visibly upset. She's mad. She's upset. And for her, it's over. You know, it's over. She'll never see him again because she doesn't really even believe in all that stuff. She's science, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. she has no no outside source bigger than her to find some kind of solace she just she just feels like it's just done and and she doesn't have like i said the beliefs um to to even even if it's not even right who know but well, we know it's right because we you know 
But right. it, it, yeah. it's, I thought it was very interesting that she really questioned that. I thought that was very interesting that that was even a point that she even questioned that. Like, even when she did it, it's like Killmonger's thinking about, like, you know, well, you didn't even think it was even real. Like, I guess she maybe thought she was going to take the, you know, the purple herb and just, you know, have strength or whatever. But he even said, like, you didn't even think this thing was going to well, be she, real. She probably thought the same thing she thought before, which was they hallucinated. Mm -hmm. I'm going to hallucinate my ancestors, but it's not real. Right. Right. And so, like I said, it showed that she didn't believe because the fact that she didn't find she didn't she really felt it was over. And and she was yeah. mourning in that way because she felt that was really it but since she did take it and she did see killmonger i'm wondering would that take away some of her sadness and grief since she actually knows that he's still there in a different place and one she'll see him again one day or she could you know take more of it and go see him i don't know but it was interesting to see her reaction to it because of her beliefs yeah and that it it tracked it made sense and it also it didn't give her it didn't give her an escape for that because they want to drive that emotional direction that despair for her so having her be able to go oh well he's with the ancestors and i'll see him someday like totally under would undercut that right so and for she... them to go like well she's a science nerd she probably doesn't believe that stuff oh boom there we go yeah, and she's probably more in line with us than definitely. I related to her. She was to me. She's my proxy more so than everybody else there. Like I understood, and I didn't judge them for celebrating and uh, you know rejoicing and stuff like that. I, I didn't. I didn't think they were silly for doing it. I didn't think. I, I thought it was beautiful and powerful. But I related to her not wanting to lose well, and, and accepting. And I think the other thing is like because she's the protagonist and viewpoint character we, we don't get to see really how the others are handling it. we don't get to see their weak moments mm -hmm. right because i'm sure all the the main main players in wakanda queen mother baku certainly the queen mother the dormelage uh what's her name uh, the, ahead of it i keep forgetting your name a but like there's got to be moments that they they could have shown moments mm -hmm. you know in that span of time where the queen could be reassuring suri while the queen mother has tears running down her own face because yeah he's still not here he's still dead he yeah. still won't go on like there's still loss there Right. right even if you believe there's the other side mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. does That's it true. doesn't mean like like so it's just we didn't see that right? yeah yeah, they didn't yeah put those moments on screen i just think it was contrasted very well in that in that scene in the beginning the, the contrast of it because we know for sure that um queen mother is very emotional about it especially when she went off on okoria when she was talking about did i not lose everything because she was talking about like i lost everything oh no no you know like i've lost everything i am queen of the most powerful nation in the world and my entire family is gone have i not given everything she lost her husband she lost her son and she and her daughter's missing that could be gone as well like ooh. That's almost like that Lutheran speech. 
So shall we rehash that was Okoye a traitor or not? <laughs> that that whole debate that you guys had. It's like, how does power actually work? What counts as traitor and what doesn't? Like What counts as death? What counts as losing a match? Oh man. The... So many wobbly bits in that whole discussion of like, well, by whose account and by which rules was he no longer the king and was Killmonger the king? And then you get into like, does that even matter? Because in the end, it's who do the who do the power players support? Exactly. Because because if someone usurps the throne, like as long as they're in charge, they're not a usurper. They're the king. Mm-hmm. And it's only if they get dethroned that they're a usurper. The that's false my, king. That's my logic. And it's so funny that you would even bring that up because I will say it's not one of my proudest moments because I know I was being a little, probably being a little petty and little, do a little <laughs> extra on the back and forth of that conversation. But I, <laughs> but it was, a, it was a legitimate conversation, but I, I, lively. Think, I think I was, I was probably leaning into my pettiness in that, in that uh, debate. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but it was entertaining. I, I rack up the whole thing to the queen mother being up set and wanting it to take it out on someone yes that's and what she like. took it out on the person that got siri lost and went on this misadventure mm-hmm. calling her a traitor uh might have been a bit far but she was very upset so yeah. i i think the technicality of the traitor component misses the whole point mm-hmm. of the scene which is i'm very upset you lost my daughter <laughs> like right yeah, it was definitely emotions, and considering all the stuff that she's been through and she's been holding it together, you can see that she felt that way and had had that kind of you know that passion stuff during that that hearing. But it's almost kind of like you can almost let a loved one really have it. You say face in public, but at home yeah. is where you just kind of like you know what? Let's just hey. You're going to get all this. She's she's the queen. She's got to keep that poker face on so much more. And I feel like, honestly, like, Okoye is as close to a non-family member being family. Yes. And she just lost her last family. (laughs) So I get her losing her cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, but yeah. So, yeah. (laughs) So was it... um... Did we touch on everything? Was there anything else you wanted to touch on? I'm trying to think. I, I got through all my post-it notes. I wrote okay. out post-it notes to make sure. I was worried we weren't going to have enough to talk about. Oh, really? <laughs> you and I? I, I, not, got like, not... I only got seven post-it notes. Man, I, I had been chewing this movie in my mind so much and like and just conversations and thoughts and stuff like matter of fact i had some notes from before and i'm like i kind of know my things about this movie but i was really really curious on your take and your thoughts on a lot of it like i said you come from a different place as far as i, I like how you break down stuff you because a lot of stuff you know is emotional because you know we're emotional beings and we watch stuff and we get caught up because we like what we're seeing it's the characters we're rooting for the bad guys and good guys right. and this this that and spectacle and all this other kind of stuff but then there's some fundamental stuff that all that stuff is built upon that skeleton 
And regardless of how much you like something, you never forget about that skeleton. I love that. It makes your points like, even if I don't want to hear it or I don't want to agree with it. And most of the time I do anyway, but you can't like, you can't knock the skeleton. You can't knock the, the through line logic right, it's the that it's built upon. It's built upon, which is beautiful. So I always like to hear, and I wanted to hear, because like I said, some of the stuff I'm like, I didn't agree with. I didn't think it's cool. But like I said, me and the boys, we got into a thing about the fact of even Queen Mother even passing. They could have done the structural thing of taking her out of play and further upsetting Shuri without actually killing her. Because yeah. also, it's not just we lose the Queen Mother, but you're losing Angela Bassett as oh. an oh. actress in this setting and franchise? Like, you. And she was holding that movie up. Oh. She had all the moments. Could you imagine that? That movie wouldn't have been what it was if she was in that throne room, letting that guard have it. Because like, and... there's like the version of like, you know, when an actor is chewing scenery and just yeah. going ham yeah but there there's another version i think where like an actor takes a scene into their teeth mm. and just thrashes that scene with every bit of acting that they've got to make it work mm -hmm. and she was doing that every single scene yes. it wasn't maybe as pitched and powerful as her losing her shit with dormilage but like she's fully committed and bringing her decades of experience to make her part of those scenes yeah work yeah so like i said i understand why they did it i think there's other things they could have did it took a lot of air out of that that movie and she was holding up so much that's one of the main things that caught my eye when i first saw was watching that movie just to, you know seeing her from behind and seeing her arms out just strong just just her elegance right? to it her presence like hers was really strong and um killmonger both of those folks when they came in i'm like woof okay Oof. this is this is what we don't have with the rest of the characters and i'm not knocking them because i love all those characters but chat would kind of have that charm so yes so you know you miss the person that shines like everybody matters everybody kind of play their roles some some people hold stuff together some people lighten the room some people pull people together to get serious to tighten things up some people are you know the dreamers that get people to, to do more you got the rational person when everybody's doing too much and everybody has a, has a piece and strong pieces were removed and i think that it kind of it suffered because of it well, it doesn't mean that it just stops it. or anything it doesn't mean like the train stops right. but it doesn't it doesn't it's not efficient it's not at its max it's not at its best possible point you know and i think for oh, i can't remember her name i always forget it uh the actress that plays shuri like oh, uh, leticia Wright. yes yes and i i think she did a great job yeah. with you know what she was given but like when she's the happy-go-lucky, determined, yeah. science nerd. Man, that energy is amazing. Yes. And part of it, because it played off of, you know, her, her slightly awkward, but still cool older brother. Like, that whole vibe was amazing. Mm -hmm. And she didn't have, like, that whole thing got muted because of what happened to her character and losing her brother and there was so little opportunities for her to bring new energy 
Yeah. Like, she yeah. can still be sad and down, but still just have a little bit of that spark occasionally to bounce off yeah. other people. You yeah. saw it a little bit when she went um, with Okoye, remembering names, to get Riri. There's a little bit of that, a little bit of that banter. Right. right. But it just wasn't, it just didn't pop as much. Yeah. And Riri and again, was not that's, a replacement. That's yeah, and Riri wasn't no, a replacement Riri for that. Even though even that she was supposed to be the new young energy. Riri was supposed to be the new young energy. And it was almost kind of like the bratty sibling more so than the It's almost kind of like, you know, like with me having siblings, you have like younger siblings that get on your nerves, but you like them. They're just enough to make sure you, they kind of deflate <laughs> you just a little bit, right? Just to offset you. Right. So so they'll say stuff contrary or you know, like I said, just a little stuff that Sherry did, like when um, T'Challa was going for for the Black Panther and is asking, does anybody want to challenge? And, and she, was like, she was like, I will, hey. just so I can get <laughs> out this corset. You know, everybody's like, what? Wait, what? <laughs> Only a kid's sister would do some mess like that. Like you taking a serious situation and you'd be like, you know, it's almost like being at a wedding. Does anybody have any issues with this person, this union? It's my like, yes. I like my sister-in-law more than I like my brother or something like that or anything. But um I just missed that. And then even her flicking them off and you know, and the mom even knowing like, Shuri, sorry mother, you know, because she's like, whatever you say, or clowning his shoes or whatever, or clowning his feet. And and so for her to be so serious and stuff, and that's fine, and she did fine, but a piece of that to kind of that lighten the lighten everything, that energy, that that hope, that happiness, that youthfulness. Riri didn't cover it because she's going through some stuff already herself. She was heavy and dark too, for different reasons. You know, didn't it wasn't like she was like. Um, now she was enthralled by the spectacle and just kind of like, wow. And you from Wakanda and you you Princess Shiri and you know. But she's also the same one that was you know hitting up people talking about, hey, where's my money for my for my stuff? And you know, and her dad passed and she works in this garage and she's just kind of pulling. It was just a different kind of vibe. It wasn't. It wasn't innocence. Not that she had to be naive, but no. it wasn't. It wasn't. Shuri was innocent and light in a way. Well, you know that that would have been an interesting thing if they had, if they had used Riri as sort of a callback to what Shuri has kind of lost. Right? right if riri was suri before she lost her brother that vibe that energy right and suri just like not being able to get back to it but seeing it and remembering that version of herself like that mm. that could have been an interesting thing yeah. but that wasn't on the page and that yeah. wasn't given for the actress to work with so right and plus it aged up the character anyway because she would have been 15 14 15 in the comics but in the movie she was 19 so that's a whole other vibe too so she, she it's, it's only so much she could be like hey whoa it's only so much that that could have happened with I, her being I bet aged up partly they have to age her up so she's gonna match a bunch of the other young female characters or also so for her to be gone like that in a whole different world and stuff without mom constantly calling or whatever, you know, 
she probably oh, yeah we kidnapped the child right right it'd probably be a thing where the mom probably wouldn't expect uh, to hear from her at least for a week maybe hear from her once a week maybe two you know i don't know this but is I, one of those things where i feel like brian coogler was given the directive to <laughs> fold her into yeah. the movie and get her in her suit yeah and it's like ah oh, fuck all right well if all right if i gotta do that then uh x y and z yeah, but I love the fight scenes. The fight scenes were better. The special effects was better. Talacan was great. Namor, they pulled that off. They did a better Aquaman story than Aquaman. I love the characters and stuff. Like I said, I just wish it was more males in there, more male energy, more black male energy. I wish Wakanda was more present. I wish that we saw a little bit more nuance in the strategies and how stuff was happening versus just stuff just happening because it needed to i understand the need of it happening but the way it happens is just as important man if they had brought in like the head of the water tribes like security right that would have been great because then he's introducing things that namor is going to have to overcome to get into wakanda and he's involved in those discussions of blah 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 blah, blah. that yeah. boom like, done like I, like I said if you got armored rhinos i'm sure you have armored whales and stuff underwater i'm i'm sure i'm sure well the fun thing is with their fucking tech they could probably have synthetic animals in the rivers boop done crocodiles crocodiles yeah (laughs) so yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah but did i like the movie yes i like the movie i liked it a lot um, but but my my word of the evening is refinement. It needed refinement. That story needed refinement. Like I said, I, I, I it seemed like a sketch, and it had and, and it, it's coming from a good place. I'm sure. I understand the idea of it, but it just seemed like all this stuff could have been done in a tighter way. Um, that could be, you know, that that feels more like. Cause like I said, they didn't feel like the the same characters all the way, or the world that we had previously. It, it didn't feel like those were the same characters, you know. Now, it wasn't as bad as Stormtroopers, but <laughs> they kept being in situations that they seemed like they would be above, um, right? And, they, and, and without having some kind of resolve for them, you know, they didn't seem like it was making the the opposition work for it it didn't feel like that and i think with um someone like the wakandans it it should be you know should be a a problem just like it was a problem for for those for that uh that task force to try to you know go on that ship and and take that take that vibranium how that was an issue and how it's it's something that they you know now if those guys would have came on that ship and just went there and took out the, you know, the Dormilaje and took the vibranium or whatever and left. I don't have an issue with that. But no, they countered it. Right. They were they were ahead of the game. They knew they were going to try to hit them up. They were coming. <laughs> just got to do they, more things they, like that all through the movie. They were waiting in the, they were waiting in the vault. In the vault. You know how long? So they know they couldn't be in there too long. Cause ain't no oxygen in there probably so, so 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 they told him to get in the vault and lock him in the vault they're coming they're coming it's got air conditioning it's you know what i mean so but i'm just saying that, that's how on it they are that's how on it they are they're in the vault waiting 
That's crazy. You think about it. Open the vault and you see these bald heads walking out of the vault that somebody had to tell them to open up. I now does that sound I like the same love... place where Wakanda could get ran through by the Talikans three times? Right. I I would love a version of that scene where they like they open the vault and the door melage start coming out and just in the background like you see one of these like black ops guys just like shake his head just throw his gun down and just like turn around with his hands up he's like no we all fucking played i'm done nope you nope. know that would have meant i wouldn't have saw a dope uh fight scene i would have took that for the for the comedy of it that even oh, you still have the crazy fight scene yeah. but you just have bef- right before it kicks <laughs> off just in the background you just have one guy just like oh, toss yeah. the gun down and throw his hands uh, up just like nope 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 don't moment. want any yeah. Don't want any. Like I know we're fucked. That'd be a moment. That would be a. And moment. just at, at the end yeah. of the fight, you just pan over and it's just like that guy's just the only one standing up. Yeah, that's He's funny. like, it's <laughs> just like you quit quick. He's like, I can read the room. Yeah, yeah. You don't <laughs> want to mess with them. Don't want to mess with them. But yeah. So overall, you dug the movie, right? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Like it's just like really that third act was really flat. Yeah. yeah. But, like, the sad parts totally worked. Like, it was engaging mm-hmm. until kind of the third act. But, like, it worked. There wasn't horribly dumb world building or anything else like that. And, like, geez, Talo Chan was fucking amazing. Namor was great. Like, it has lots of positives. It's just, like, yeah. the core arc and story and delivery at the end, they didn't stick the landing. They didn't stick the landing, which happens. So when we when we talked and I told you what I kind of thought about it without telling you what I thought about it, did that kind of, how do you think that fared to what you saw? So you were kind of giving me a bunch of wishy-washy stuff. I, got, I didn't want to spoil it. <laughs> which I appreciate, truly appreciate. <laughs> but like, it, it, I didn't walk in there going like, I don't know, Jay was kind of iffy on this one. Okay, good, good. Like... It, it seems most of the time when I go walking into a movie, I have, for the most part, not a lot of expectations. Hmm. Okay. Like, not like low expectations <clears throat> or high expectations. Just kind of like no expectations. It's That's like, fair. Uh, kind of vaguely recall what the trailer is. Let's see what this is. That's great. Right? Um,. So it kind of saves me sometimes for like, I really thought it was going to be this, mm-hmm. but it was this. And it's like, well, this is what I watched. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes it's like, well, I could see what they were trying to do and they didn't land it or they landed it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, thankfully, your wishy-washy concerns <laughs> didn't didn't put a stink on anything. So. Okay, good. That wasn't the yeah, good. Because I wasn't trying to be, yeah, I was trying to be fair. I was trying to share kind of my vibe of it, but I did enjoy the movie. Um, yeah. And depending on what movie it is, I think what really got me really that kind of even had me feeling, because really it shouldn't, I didn't understand how it was going to work anyway. And if it was in anybody else's hands, I don't think it would have worked, especially considering how quick right. the turnaround was. Uh-huh. But it was kind of like in Coogler, I trust so I gave a little bit more leeway and then I saw that trailer and that really affected me in a, you know, in a strong way. So, um, 
so I didn't have my clean slate like I usually like to have and so I didn't really have my clean slate you know expectations kind of at a reasonable spot until I saw it the second time so sometimes with movies that I'm excited about I can't help but um you know be you know kind of hoping for for more um um so, like I said, on my second viewing, I think I saw it with, with different eyes in a way, but I still had the same issues I had before, but I didn't, I didn't take them as bad as I did the first time. But that's, you know, that's just how it goes. I, I just, I just want to enjoy movies. I just want movies to be good. And, um, and I do think sometimes there'd be people out there dogging movies just because they want to dog them or they want controversy or they want to sound cool talking bad about something or whatever. And if people do that that's their thing or whatever but um i honestly go to movies to see movies i'm thinking i'm gonna enjoy and this has been an interesting year of me checking out movies that just really surprised me that i really caught me off guard and they wasn't even superhero movies really i think i think my favorite superhero movie this year was would have been um the spider-man movie i think that was a, oh that's that easy. that and then Batman, but then there's so many other movies I really like. That's a tough choice. Yeah, definitely that's different a kind tough of movies. Choice. Definitely different kind of well, movies. I, I think that's the the thing that's so difficult sometimes. Like, what's the best of like best at what? Exactly. Because like, even though they're superhero movies, you can have wildly different genres. So, yeah, I enjoyed the shit out of both of those. Those are amazing. Yeah, they're very very good. <laughs> And um, listeners, if you haven't already, you can go back and listen to those episodes where we talk about them. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Very good conversations. Very good conversation. Matter of fact, yeah, yeah. Definitely go back and check out. We had a slew of conversations. We don't just talk about uh, Star Wars stuff. Even though the majority of it is, and I think it's great. But yeah, we we do dig in in a couple of movies. With, you know, Batman, of course, and then also Spider-Man, of course. Yeah, man, it's just the Batman yeah. is so fucking good. Yes, so yes. fucking good on a technical, like storytelling, cinematography yes. level. Like, it's a so good. It's a smart movie. It's a smart yes. movie. Very smart. All right, man. So it was great catching up. Uh, great talking about this movie. Um, as always. Yeah, as always. Uh, once again, happy holidays to you. And we're going to have a, another year of... Good luck uh, surviving New Year's. <laughs> you too. You too. You too. And we'll have more movie reviews and shows to come in the new year. And just uh, truly thank you for your friendship and for your insight and your time. I know you have a, a, a family and a, and a young one and stuff like that. And you always work it out you know i know we a lot of times we we go back and forth with trying to set up stuff and all that but just thanks for saying yes in the first place and for this just to be a thing that we start off as a one-off thing as a conversation with a, with a person i thought would have some cool stuff to say turn into you know all these great conversations all these great you know insights and interpretation of the shows and stuff that we watch and movies we watch you know that you know, it started. It's and it, I look forward to doing this. Yeah, it started and it continued. You know, how many people could say that? We got so many episodes under our belts. Yeah, like just thank you for saying yes and 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 showing up and, and making it happen. You never know how how it's going to be or how things going to go and if the chemistry is going to be right or anything like that or 
because it's funny because we never really now as a group we go back and forth you know jose and eric and Hanif and <laughs> gerald and stuff and we go back in our little tech stuff and when we go to movies together we kind of talk or whatever whatever but just like me and you one-on-one we never really had that kind of com- we never really did that you know and like on a normal basis like you know we know each other for years but we never really did that and so i think it's just i'm not surprised but i think it's just very interesting that you know for that not to be i think i think i could i could look back (laughs) i could look back to a specific moment where i'm like oh (laughs) oh this this was an indication that this something like this could happen and it's after we all went and saw miss marvel and we went down to that that bar and we had a discussion among peers that was heated (laughs) yes oh man yeah good times yeah good times good times like i said i shouldn't be surprised but like i said a pleasant surprise on what become what became of it you know so the podcasting thing being new for me and me trying it and going for it and to, like I said to extend and you say yes and come through every time and um, very thankful for that really appreciate you looking forward to our next conversation wherever it may be and it, it, it could vary it could, the range is, is out there well whenever it is I look forward to it yeah my conversations with you invented the tangent not the tangent tangent but just the <laughs> the tangent of <laughs> what i what i commonly use now for different episodes but the, mm-hmm. just our conversations just kind of tightly connected to the conversation but definitely necessarily not the topic like yeah i'm proud to have a hand in that <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well, so that that tangent that started that started <laughs> brilliant brilliantly started here um and like i said it's just but that's just when you have good people with good insight with good conversations that even the leftover scraps is a brilliant meal if it's served correctly and and so yeah i right yeah i guess that's it man yeah i appreciate you as my brother thank you so much i guess that's it considering it's uh 1 a.m yeah (laughs) It better be it. It better be it. All right. So that was Jay and Ryan discussing Wakanda forever. Our thoughts, reviews, and discussions. Until next time, peace. Out. Wakanda forever. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. Dad jokes. (laughs) I'm rubbing off on you. I'm rubbing off on you. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Thanks for listening, and please like and subscribe. Be sure to check out past and future episodes of this show, along with my other shows entitled The Movie Bench Quarterbacking Podcast and The J and Podcast, available now on all streaming platforms. Until next time, peace. peace.